If I hear the term alternative fact one more time. Podcast dedicated to documenting and exploring the making of Little Apple the web series. <laughs> That's how you get ready? No. Well, sometimes. Actually. Are there like acting exercises that yeah. you do to stretch them out? Oh, yeah. I do that. <laughs> it's actually weird. That sounds painful. That looks painful. <laughs> kind um, of. We did that in chorus, and then we would do like the one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Okay. <laughs> okay, introduction. Welcome everyone, my name is Milan. You may know me as Apple, and this is Making Apple. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm um Riley. I am the writer, director, and executive producer of Little Apple. Milan, obviously the lead actress, as you can tell. Jumping into it, this is episode two, which means that this is about episode two of the series. Dun, da, da. Dun, da, da, da. Dun, da, da. And episode two of the series is called Baldwin's mm-hmm. Nigger. Have you heard of that before? Yes, we watched the video. We watched the episode. Really? Yes, we did. The um the film. Yeah, but like it's like you know, of it, right? Or like a snippet? Yeah, it was like it was like forty three minutes. Yeah. So let me just be clear: James Baldwin is actually from Harlem. He's um he was an American novelist, essayist, like just basically all things amazing (laughs) in the fight for racial justice and just. Like fighting for people of color. He's written books like Giovanni's Room. And well before there was any type of gay liberation movement, he was in the forefront of fighting for the rights of people of color and people of color who happen to be gay. Or and, and gay people in general. I think, you know, Baldwin, um, Giovanni's Room definitely put him on a map. But Baldwin's Nigger is a documentary about James Baldwin and Dick Gregory discussing the civil rights movement. I named it that to basically, you know, pay homage to James Baldwin. I mean, you know, like, his style of speaking. Oh, it's not the word. Mm. Well, he uses reason a lot. Yeah. To sort of appeal to crazy white people who, (laughs) you know, don't understand or don't want to understand what the heck he'd be talking about. So (laughs) it is about... I guess this idea that we all, as people of color, yeah. you know, and, and it, this would vary. This is not like a, this applies to every person of color in the world no. because the diaspora is very large. Um, but it, it is me sort of pulling out that invisible thread that many people of color share. That's why, you know, when Apple sees this other man, we're not going to say who he is. But (laughs) there is a shared sense of um, sentiment. There's a shared sentiment that they experience together. And that 
I mean, you don't even really need dialogue at those moments, no, you know? Really? Do you know what that means? Do you know what I mean when I say that? Um, I think, I think I'm close to being on the same page. Actually, it makes me think of this story, or well, this experience. I was, I, I talk about it with you briefly another time, but when I was like trying to get sour cream for my lasagna, <laughs> and yes, I eat sour cream with my lasagna, so don't worry about it. Oh, um, but I just realized you said sour cream instead of cheese. Well, you can put sour cream on lasagna. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I didn't have any pockets. I remember this story. This is such a good story. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, so I didn't have any pockets, and I just grabbed the $10 bill. <clears throat> yes. Oh. And I went outside, and I was also taking out the trash. Yes. So I took out, I was taking out the trash, and I had a $10 bill in my hand, and I saw this homeless woman that was, you know, going through the trash in front of my building. Um, and this, if you live in New York, like, this happens like pretty, it's normal. This, this normal. So I threw out the trash, and I noticed I didn't have my $10 anymore. Oh, I love this part. This is like... And I turned around, and the woman had my $10. And... I would just look down at my hand and look at her like, what? How? <laughs> How? You know, I, there, there was so many different emotions going through that moment. Like, there was so many, like, and on one hand, I was like, okay, sis, you need it more than I do. But on the other hand, I was like, dang, I just, I just need to get some sour cream. Can we split it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, I explicitly asked her, is that my $10? <laughs> and she said, no. And she put it in her pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, right. No, like okay. I actually slowly started stepping back because one, I didn't know her from. No, what happened before that is I looked in her eyes, and when she t- told me that that wasn't my ten dollars, obviously it was my ten dollars. We both yeah. knew it. But when she told me that, I didn't feel that thread with her. <laughs> And I'm from the South, so, like, you know, we could walk the street and you say hello. You know, like, my grandmother would sit on the porch and greet everybody that walked down her street. You know, <laughs> that's just the way we were. So, like, I and I told my mom this story, and she was like, well, you don't know her from a can of paint. <laughs> Regardless of whether she's a person of color or not. And, if, and that made me feel a type of way that I didn't have that connection with her yeah. you know it, yeah. it was I obviously started stepping back because no I didn't know her and I didn't know what she had what else she had in her pocket but <laughs> you know it it made me kind of sad yeah. does that make sense I, I think it does it makes sense it makes sense yeah but that's why the, this episode is so important to me because a lot of times, like oh. whether it's like Black Twitter, like you just feel like somebody could just say something briefly and you get it. Yeah. You get those experiences. Parenting while black, which we're gonna talk about. Oh my gosh, I just love. Oh, the second episode is so, like I you know I said this for the first one, and pretty much all of them. I love all <laughs> the episodes, but the second one, all of them have such great twists and turns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, I hope, I hope you're ready because you're gonna be working your tail off. Uh-huh. You're gonna be working your tail off. What would be a takeaway from episode two that you think people should get? I think something I would want them to get is 
like anything can happen, so you should just automatically be prepared and understand things. Because if something happens and someone you don't know does something and you feel some type of way, you should try to understand their side. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, then you can get mad, you can get upset, you can get pissed, whatever. But you should first like take your time and actually think, well, hmm, maybe X had, well, bleh. I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you never know what someone's experiences yeah. has been or is currently happening in their life. You know, yeah. you never know. And different circumstances lead people down different paths. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we all we all just out here trying to make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to follow the cast and crew of Little Apple... Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Lil Apple Series. And support our Kickstarter as we count down to our first production day.